Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcasts your twice weekly progressive politics and current events podcast this is episode two for the week uh this is number 162 and as the show's title implies we are recording this from within the walls of the nation of zion uh and we come out with you with a lot of progressive liberal atheist news that we're going to be talking about this episode and the the theme this week seems to be uh, Republican and religious abuse. Uh, so if that kind of stuff is a little bit too much content for you, please, I, I apologize. We don't normally have this much stuff, but it was an especially egregious week for it last week. Uh, however, I'm X, and I'm your host on the show. And joining me again for this episode are Kyle Steenblick and Brian West from the Geek Dad Report. Uh, welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you for listening. If this is the first time that you've heard our show, we've got a whole lot for you to enjoy. And I mean, including and up to another Alex Jones clip that we have. We talk about the 31 GOP people that are quitting the house, the standing ovation for an abuser. Uh, We give you a little bit of geekery this week. Uh, It is full of Star Wars Last Jedi discussion stuff. So if you do not want spoilers, you might want to skip that one. Uh, we have the governor that was an abuser as well, and followed by Liz Crokin, who is just a crazy right-wing nutbag, who seems to think that, well, you know what, I'm just going to let you get to it because it's that delicious. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we will be right back. But first, a word from another podcast that we love that you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcasts. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic, or follow my Twitter at Hardcore Skeptic. 31 House Republicans will not be seeking re-election in November. That's yeah, that's, that is, that's a good that start. Shit, <laughs> glitter, I throw up in there. Woo! Fuck <laughs> all those guys. Well, here's that the thing. Is, that, all, is, that is all more of the house. Any time in in history, all of the house is going up for re-election in the midterms here, which is mm-hmm. which means this is a really fucking important election, people. <laughs> Just <laughs> yes. a little bit. And so with, with 31 House Republicans not seeking re-election in November, um, this is according to NPR, uh, this includes Daryl Issa, which 
I never thought he would uh, be retiring. He's one of those guys that was embedded there like a tick for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The 2018 GOP exodus is a new record. The last time there was such a massive departure from Congress was when 28 Democrats left in 94. And guess what happened then? It flopped over to the fucking Republicans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when you had uh, Clinton making all sorts of concessions that had to happen in order for governance to happen. Yeah. Because he had to. So what does that tell you about 2018? I mean, in sh- in short, that means that I think that we are going to not just have a blue wave in 2018. It's going to be a blue tsunami because with Trump coming out with the shithole countries comment, I mean, people shouldn't be surprised by that. He's been a racist for a long fucking time. But it's just yeah. like uh, the fact that all of these people are bailing out after getting the tax thing done. And it's like, OK, well, we're not going to have a job after this. Everybody is very, very mad. And so I, I don't know. So I just Repu- hope it falls through with what happened in like Virginia, where we don't just get, you know, the the same blood in there. I want to see, you know, first time politicians get elected. I want to see, you know, diverse yeah people get uh, elected. I want to see, I want to see a whole wave of new people with new ideas, and not just, you know, as much as I'm happy. Well, as much as I'll be thrilled. When when we get rid of these fucking Republicans, yeah, uh, I don't want to see the same old fucking Democrats that let these fucking Republicans take over in the first goddamn well, place. Which is why yeah. I'm glad we have good, like, solid, you know, political action committees like uh, Brand New Congress, and you have the Justice Democrats that are actually getting homegrown people to try to take over things. Like right now, Paul Ryan is facing challenge from the Iron Mustache. I can't remember his his real name, but oh shit, the Iron Mustache. Ooh. The, the guy, he is, he is a union working, you know, iron yeah. worker kind of guy. And he, like, his numbers are getting fucking huge. Who do you think's mm-hmm. worse, Paul Ryan or Mitch McConnell? Uh, McConnell's been a dickhole for a long time. Yeah. He's the reason why we have Gorsuch now in yeah, the Supreme no, I, Court. I, I, you know, know. I don't know. I don't know. It's about Paul Ryan that just screams fucking. I hate Paul Ryan, too, but, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Paul Ryan's a fuck boy. When it comes to what it is, yeah, McConnell, the fucking turtle man. I, I'm, I hate him more. I mean, I hate Paul Ryan, but I hate Mitch McConnell so much more because the Senate. (laughs) Well, they, they both just have unbelievably punchable faces. (laughs) Well, I mean, where would you punch McConnell? He doesn't have a chin. I don't know. (laughs) Right in the fucking eye, right in the forehead, (laughs) right in the nose, right in the snot locker. God. Okay. So the interesting thing here is that a lot of the uh, Republicans that are, are withdrawing from running again happen to be in states that were won by Hillary Clinton in 2016. So vul- vulnerable House Republicans would, clear- would clearly rather call it quits than stand for re-election with a deeply unpopular agenda hanging over their heads, said the, uh, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee spokesman Tyler Law. And then uh, Jesse Rodriguez from NBC News made a similar point. He said, with today's uh, Daryl Issa news, this chart from, you know, it's a Twitter thing here, says it all. GOPers in Quint- Clinton won districts are racing for the exits. Who's left? Who from this list is left? And so it was a tweet that came out. And so there's an exodus happening. They, they know that 2018 is going to be a absolute fucking bloodbath. That's not yeah. to say that you don't need to go out and vote people yeah no definitely use your anger use your being mad at trump (coughs) saying all this horrible shit for you to get your uh, get yourself off your ass and vote 
If you've never voted before, fuck, it takes 20 minutes if you can get it done during the day. Kyle, you're muted for some reason. Mute. Yeah, if you, if you haven't voted before, why the fuck have you not voted before? And well, uh, if you live in Washington, you all you gotta do is register, and they mail you your ballot. You don't even have to go yeah, to the yeah, booth. Yeah, they, they do that. They, they'll do that here. You have to opt into it. Um, but but you can also send in your ballot, and then you can check that it made it there okay, and that yeah. your your choices were represented. Hey, it's amazing, isn't it? As much as as much shit as I give Utah, sometimes we do have a pretty honest elect election system here. I mean, things seem to be running pretty good. We don't. I mean, besides the the gerrymandering that happened yeah, in the third district, from, but aside you know, from that, yeah. But that's not the that's not the the vice governor's problem. The vice governor, at least, is trying to at least trying mm -hmm. to do a good job when it comes to elections and stuff. But well, and nah, what anyway, realizes majority of this country has progressive views. Maybe not all the way super liberal, but progressive views. Not these backwards, racist, crazy views of yeah. everybody represented right now in power. Well, and that's and the interesting thing is that gotta all, go vote. all of this shit that's going on right now where uh, all we're being taken like 10 steps back, the State Department's being dismantled and everything. Like, it's, re it's looking really fucking bad. And we mm -hmm. have to realize that, like, shit's bad right now. Like, it looks really bad, and it is bad. Mm -hmm. However, what's going to happen in the next 10 years... And this is that whole long game that us humans have a really hard time playing because we look at things day to day and we have a really fucking hard time when it comes to yearly kind of stuff is that most of the boomers are going to be dead, you know, like within the next 10 to 15 years mm -hmm. because they're already retired and they're, they're just going to go insane from all the syphilis that they've had over the years. Uh, anyway, but the, uh, most of the baby boomers are going to be gone after that. And then it's we have millennials, which honestly, some of us, I mean, we have a lot of uh, us. Oh, God, what do they call us? We're, we're the in-between Gen know. X and no. millennial. Yeah, and they, they give us our own name. Zennial or something like that, or Xennial or something like that. I don't know what it is. It, it's, the, it's the type of people that grew up with an analog childhood where we mm -hmm. had record players, cassette tapes, and but shit like that. Adulthood. Yeah, but digital and internet adulthood. And so... I don't know. We remember the, typewriters, but know how to use a phone. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the I generation, I think. Yeah, whatever the what fuck they want to call it. But... Like we are, I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but TV is really uh playing to us nowadays. Like the TV, like <laughs> everything is for us now. Everything is for us now. The and the boomers are getting mad about that. They don't like the fact that that's happening, and that's us in uh twenty years. Fuck this. They fucked America. <laughs> they talk about snowflakes. Those motherfuckers didn't do shit to earn it. Their their parents and grandparents fucking built this country. They inherited everything and then whined about it when they had to share with everybody else. Yeah, greedy as shit. <laughs> so. It's just going to be really interesting that, like, like I'm saying, doom and gloom right now. Yes, it sucks. Our president is a shitbag. Most of the Congress is shitty. Yes, but you have to it's have fixable. you. You have to have the occasional, and I, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm not saying it's something I need. We need to happen. I'm not saying it's something that I want to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm sad that it happened in my lifetime. But once in a while, you have to have an absolutely shitty time with the government where. You, I mean, hopefully it, things are mitigated when it comes to harm that's happening to other people, but I, it's hard to say that's going to happen. But things have to be eventually raised to the ground in order for them to be built back up again better. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen is that, you know, Trump's coming in and he's trying to say, uh, I've removed ACA, Obamacare's dead, ha ha ha, kind of thing. All that's going to do is that whoever wins after Trump is going to go, 
Medicare for all. I have the Bernie, Congress to do yeah, it. Be, yeah. So. And you're like, okay, you guys don't want to play ball when you're the position, when you're the minority and you're in the majority. You don't want to play ball. Mm. Fuck you. We're going to do the same thing, yeah. but we're going to progress this country. So we're headed that way, folks. You just have to forgive our growing pains. It's going yeah, to suck bear, for the for a while. <laughs> then don't it's get- don't and let yourself get disenfranchised. That's no. sometimes you have to get a twenty pound tumor to realize you have cancer, and then you <laughs> get rid of it before. <laughs> well, and to use the uh, the metaphor that you used earlier, where uh, Donald Trump is us as a nation realizing that we're obese. You know, well, no, we're not realizing we're obese. We just had a fucking. Heart we just had a coronary. Yeah. yeah. So we have two choices: either start having healthier choices and living better. Or go for the triple bypass. <laughs> well, and judging how much everybody, how activated everybody has become, I don't think we're just going to start eating Twinkies again. I think we're going to get our asses on a treadmill and well, we're going to fix this shit. We're our generation, us uh, near forty years. We we vote. Um, a lot of us do, but there's still yeah. a lot of apathy that happens within there's our generation. So much. Hey, but, listen, I, I'm not going to lie, man. When Obama was a president, everything was great. I sent in my ballot. Every year, I didn't really pay attention, didn't give a shit. World's great. Everybody's happy. We're moving forward. Yeah, this was a completely different show prior to the election. (laughs) Trump woke me the fuck up, and now I actually give a shit about everything. Not just, like, I listen to to podcasts about politics, right? Like, like the inner workings of politics, because I like the game of things. (laughs) Suddenly, suddenly so many people are like, oh, shit, this, this is, this is fucking important, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> I care about congressional budgets now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is how we're going to get them. You I know? understand how the Fed works, how the Treasury you know, works. <laughs> it's so, yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of people are like me, like you guys. I mean, we cared a little bit before, but now we really fucking care. and We're noticing these things. We give yeah. a shit about our government. Well, right? and the great thing is, is what I was trying to get to the final point there is that the generation beyond our own, the ones that are coming into adulthood as of midterms right now. Mm-hmm. they are charged i mean yeah. the the alt-right may sound like a very loud and vocal group and that's all they are they're very loud and vocal but they're a minority of this country yes mm-hmm. small minority <laughs> they just they just know how to be assholes on twitter and everything else <laughs> this country is headed towards a very net positive here pretty soon and it's not going to be under Trump. It's going to be whoever takes over after Trump. And God forbid, it's fucking Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> and I think that's why you see so many of these. I think that's why you see so many of these alt right groups, these hate groups, these you know, even the Republicans. Like this is kind of like their last charge, right? This is their last stand. They know they are outnumbered. They know that the the popular wave is is progressivism in this country. Yeah. They know that people are sick to death of every you know one percent of everybody taking all the money. And sick to death of racism, and we're sick to death of you know of fucking sexism. We're sick to death of un you know unequal wage. We're just tired of these old antiquated co- you know ideas, and we're ready to to just move forward. Yeah, we're and sick of all the people that have something to lose <laughs> are are pushing back because they know this is it. If they don't push now, they're done. I mean, they know they're done, but this is their last stand, right? This is their last like trip to the piggy bank and the ATM before yeah this before is the belt starts. Alamo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that fucking tax cut was their trip to the fucking ATM. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, 
like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. How about the New World Order? Does anybody even... Um, the wrestlers? Like with Hogan no. and Sting? Uh, and we're, we're not talking red and black and white and black kind oh, of thing. We're, 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 cool. we're talking like NWO ministry kind of shit going on here. Uh, no, uh, unfortunately, the the Christian right has like really conglomerated onto this whole idea of the New World Order. Which is kind of funny. I mean, it, it's hilarious yeah. to me, but uh, Liz Crokin's going to talk to us about uh, Oprah Winfrey and how she has ties to the New World Order, which is Man. fucking hilarious. Here we go. Oprah's in the Bill Gates Depopulation Club. Yeah, she she was actually oh, the only yeah. black woman that was invited into that, that one meeting. That Depopulation one, uh, Club. What? The, no. the Bill Gates Depopulation Club. Well, as a guy who lives in Washington, I can say Bill Gates does a lot of really good things for um, the community, America, and the world. So I'm not sure what... I'm sure if Oprah was invited to any one of those meetings, it was a good meeting. It almost sounds like the plot of a bad Kingsman movie. Yeah. The, <laughs> does anybody know what the one meeting she's talking about is? I, I mean, they know, because these people are fucking crazy and they know all oh, of the things that everybody else knows. One meeting. That that meeting, you know that one. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know the meeting. And this is a pretty short video, so I'm going to let them maybe, talk for maybe a second. Maybe it's the meeting. Call Bill Gates is trying to eradicate the meadow. That meeting. You know, Bill Gates has been trying to get rid of uh, malaria for like 20 there? years now. Yeah, you malaria know? and polio and all of those things. I, I've been to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation building where they're actually working on that, and it's. It's fucking amazing. Those guys are saints. You know, how awesome would it be to be a multi-billionaire and be able to like, you know, this is more money than I possibly ever need. Let me use the extra for, you know, the benefit of mankind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine waking up tomorrow and saying, you know what I've decided I'm going to do? I'm going to get rid of AIDS. I'm just going to do it. It's going to go away. By the time I'm dead, so is AIDS. It's going to be dead. Well, and the great thing, like... <laughs> I'm going to catch all the AIDS. I'm going to catch all the AIDS. Shoot and when I sun. die, it's <laughs> well, gone. Like along with Bill Gates and like Warren Buffett and Mark Zuckerberg, as much shit as he gets, like a lot of these people have decided, like when I'm dead, I don't need my multi billions of dollars. You know? Yeah. They're just gonna go to charity. So I, I give them credit for that. But we're gonna let let Liz Crokin get back to us here. What is Oprah backwards Harpo her company? What does her network own backwards? New world order. Hello. Mm -hmm. Anagrams, reverse words, like oh. symbolism. Anagrams is when you take a word and you make it into a new word based on those letters yes. that are in it. Like, let's, let's not focus on facts or details. You know, like the, the funnest anagram I could think of, and this is because my, my liquor addled brain here is talking about it. It said, uh, <laughs> you know, Tom Marvolo Riddle, where it becomes I am yeah. Lord Voldemort. It's like, yes. like that's an anagram. Because you take the letters that are there and you turn it into something else. 
I think she's what is a synonym? Is that what she's talking about? I, <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. Taco she cat is, know what she's is talking taco about. Taco cat spelled backwards. Same thing with race car. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You're so right. But like everybody knows that Harpo backwards is Oprah because you know yeah. we've known this for fucking ever. This is yeah. Listen, man. When I was but, a kid, I had, I had to do a study on playing music backwards. These motherfucking Christians and their backward shit is just it, oh my God. backward masking. <laughs> Devil music. You know, there's a reason I was not able to listen to Iron Maiden as a kid. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I've they met musicians. Not, I've met musicians. They're not smart enough to write lyrics that backwards hail Satan. <laughs> well, no, no it's definitely not. not. It's, not that, it's not that they're not smart enough to do it. It's so that they realize that that is way too much work. Yes. <laughs> because if we want to just say, if we want to say hail Satan, we're just going to fucking say hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. And, and the one case that I know it actually happened with Led Zeppelin, it's because they're smart and they're fucking with you. Now, did yeah. you guys ever listen to the Bloodhound Gang? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody oh, yeah. We there don't was need no a... fire let this motherfucker burn. Well, there was a <laughs> lyric in. Um... Jesus Christ, what album was it? I, I think it was One Fierce Beer Coaster where they did some like backwards masking. Yeah. Yeah, backwards like Judas Priest first hit where and it says uh something in like back like backwards masking kind of thing. And it's mm-hmm. and I actually played it backwards back when I had <laughs> this was a long fucking time ago, like <laughs> Windows ninety five era here, people. Mm-hmm. Where you played it backwards and it said the devil will sh- uh, will wake up and eat Chef Boyardee macaroni. And I was like <laughs> or ravioli is like I'm like, really? That's your backwards lyric? Fuck you guys. <laughs> like, that's what you decided <laughs> to go with. <laughs> well, the devil is clearly stoned. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Uh, well, with Bloodhounding, come on. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, I, just... I never put that together. Oh, yeah. I call it a New World Order princess, though. They, you know, being yeah, really her groomed. network is the own, and wow. you spell it backwards. Uh-huh. Her, her company was Harpo. That's Oprah backwards. Right, I knew that. Her channel is own what's own backwards. New World Order. Wow, that no, is no coincidence I have never there. put that together. That is something. I mean, and you know, we in the Bible it talks about the spirit of Antichrist, which we realize is already in the air. But could in the could air. Oprah rise up and be the Antichrist? I mean, that's that's a stretch. Oh my but, God, hey. Oprah is the Antichrist. <laughs> there it is. Really? <laughs> that's amazing. That you know what? That made my night. Thank you for playing, guys. That. This is what we're dealing with. <laughs> God. Listen, I bought a I bought a dollar. I bought a candy bar for a dollar that ended up in a stripper's hand who bought a candy bar that went to a guy whose last name was Satan. Therefore, money is the devil. Everybody knows it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just these fucking Christians and their goddamn conspiracies. I don't get it. Well, it, uh, it... <coughs> Why do you God. need to turn like OWN into NWO by backwards masking? Like, why well, do you need the Antichrist? to? Well, yeah, where where do you get the Antichrist out of that? And why the fuck if if the New World Order is so powerful? Why are Illuminati, they uh, Illuminati? Why, man. Are, are they? Are they? <sighs> Shit! What was I watching the other day where they said the Illuminati <laughs> was defeated? <laughs> like. Oh, I don't Dude, remember. I remember was growing I was up, Saddam Hussein was was the Antichrist. That was the big one. No, oh, yeah, yes, everybody. That, yeah, it's, there's a new there's a new Antichrist every year. So Oprah is 2018's Antichrist. 
the award's been given out early. <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty- like Christmas whenever they say they know the day of the rapture, right? If you know the scripture, <clears throat> it says no one will know the date. So if you know the fucking date, then it's the wrong goddamn date. Right? You know, that, that... Well, that's why we have calendars. <laughs> we have calendars. We have calendars and clocks so that you can always know the date. Well, that's if the amazing thing. If you know the it... date, you can never know when the rapture is because that scripture is way too vague and we found a loophole. It's because Christians <laughs> need a villain. They need, they need a villain to, to, to sell their bullshit, right? Because if well, there's nothing to be scared of, then why the fuck do you care about it? They don't exist as a religion without somebody to persecute them. I, I do, I this do appreciate true. their new format that this, whoever this lady's taking, it's like a couple of ladies just talking over a book club. So I was reading the new version of the Bible. It's very good. You should check out chapter three. It's got three things you need to know. One, Oprah, Antichrist. Two, <laughs> how to make a good cherry pie. And three, I don't know if I go. Oh my gosh, but, I would love a good cherry pie right now. You know, it's just. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that they're trying to really make it real nonchalant and non-invasive. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, just... you know, we're going to talk about how you can, how can you, how can you use vinegar to make your sheets whiter, but at the same time, how Oprah is the Antichrist. <laughs> and three, how to cover up your husband's transgressions. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week. That if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear. Or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Hey guys, it's X. I'm breaking in here real quick just to give you a heads up. This is the Star Wars segment that I warned about in the intro. So if you have not seen The Last Jedi, we are going to be talking about some spoilerific stuff. So just warning you right now. You might want to jump to about 44 minutes in. Promise, it's not the whole rest of the episode. We've got more coming up for you. Thanks for listening. Last Jedi, uh, after seeing it for the third time today, my favorite Star Wars movie. Honestly, to be completely yeah. honest, is my favorite Star Wars movie. It's it's almost mine. I'm. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to dethrone Empire. Yeah, I and I still like Force Awakens a little bit more than Last Jedi, just for the. It's. I think it's because JJ's more of an exciting. Like his movies just have a level of like pop to them, right? Okay, just so. Like, Here's what I want you guys to do when when the and you saw the laundry list of shit that I put out on the uh, the chat that we had earlier there, Brian, mm-hmm. where I'm like, you need to pay attention to people's faces because this was the best acted oh, yeah. Star Wars. I think that we've ever. Yeah. Had. Oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think The Last Jedi is the best movie of Star Wars. Like, I think it's the best overall filmed. I think it's I think it's the best done movie. I just don't think it's the most entertaining of all of them. OK, yeah, no, I, I can I can get 
I can get behind you there. Yeah. I'm sorry. That scene, that the scene when Lord Dern, when Hold, Holdor. Oh, shit. That is the best <laughs> scene I've ever seen in Star Wars. It is like, I'm literally like held my breath when it went silent. I was just like, yeah. and to be, to be completely <laughs> I, I honest, feel, I feel really bad. I feel really, really bad for anybody that was not in the same theater as Jay Whitaker when that happened. What did he, what did he do? Fire. Well, the, the theater was dead silent. <laughs> but a good old buddy Jay, who was just like right in front of me, goes, Oh shit. Now, for people that don't know, Jay Whitaker is a very boisterous African American gentleman. So he when Kyle's oh, not doing it justice, Jay. he's not doing it justice. No, there. no, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys caught that. on. So when she started turning the turning the ship, you know, oh, she knew what she was doing. That's what I was going to say is that watching this for the third time today, watching everybody's faces very closely this time, because that's what I decided to focus on this time is everybody's faces instead of, you know, what's going on in the scene. The the guy that works on the bridge with Hux, he mm-hmm. knew some shit was happening. He's like. Oh no, yeah. No 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't know if you guys are caught up on Rebels. And one of the things mm-hmm. that Rebels has done is if you watch The Last Jedi, of all the movies, I know Rogue One tied in obviously directly to Rebels with it had the ghosts and 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 that yeah. So and cool. <laughs> and, and that stuff in it, but this movie had a lot of things from Rebels. Like they yeah. do that in Rebels where they ram yeah. the ships and jump to hyperspeed. I, that's why when she starts turning the ship, I'm like, they're not going to do this. They're, they're not going to do this. <laughs> nope, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. You know, yeah. and, and it's just, oh, God, it is such, you know, I, I one of the criticisms I read is that somebody said the rumors are true. There's no writer room. This They're not going to, mar- you know, they don't, this isn't Marvel. They don't, they're not tying them all together. Now, that is um, true to an extent. Each, like, you know, Ryan Johnson wrote his own story. Mm-hmm. You know, without really consulting JJ, they talked a little bit, but this was his direction to go. But their writing room—they are laying the groundwork for these things, and you're starting to see them. I'm playing currently playing Battlefront. They, they have a whole, they have a whole fucking team of people, and yeah. that is their only job. Well, I think the people that don't see or don't realize that are people who aren't paying attention to everything else, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm playing Battlefront too. I just beat a level where I get to be Luke, and one of the things he does is he goes into one of the Emperor's store. You know, rooms on an off world, and he gets that compass. That compass. Oh, the, the red crystal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In in with the books in the movie, right? And it's just like I'm like, oh, the, the compass. Yeah, <laughs> tiny little things in Rogue in Rogue One when they're when they're in when they're on tracking. Scarif. Yeah, they they find <laughs> the oh hyperspace tracking. I nope, missed that's that. Not it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember, people, I remember sending so that to you guys. I was that. like, <laughs> why are people so mad? It's Star Wars. They make up science all the time. Well, I it doesn't match oh. what I wanted. That's what I thought it would they be. They can't it's do that. Perfect. Oh, no. It's not like they couldn't develop new technology or anything. It's not. Listen, I did not like I did not like the OJ Simpson car chase being the main plot of this movie. Right. I, I would have <laughs> liked to do something a little bit different, but that but said, it works. However, yeah, it there's. Works. There is a reason that Leia decided, or the the fleet decided to drop out at that point. There's mm-hmm. a reason why they did that because they had a final "fuck, we're all going to die" kind of plan. You know, yeah. If we need to, this is what we can do in order to you know survive. And that's the mm-hmm. point where they reach where they're like, "Shit, we just lost our entire bombing crew. <laughs> we just." <laughs> what I didn't understand <sighs> is why didn't all the ships go in different directions in hyperspace? <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, that's the best way is to be, be like scatter. Say, you know, I love this movie, and I'm not. I'm not going to pick apart a movie like Star Wars 
Yes, there's always plot holes in Star Wars. It's fucking space wizards, right? With laser swords. Well, I think yeah. Luke said it best. Well, when, when fucking Han Solo in the very first movie we see him, like, I did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, and everybody's like, uh, George, that's not a unit of time. That's a unit of distance, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a, a measurement of distance. He's like, George. fuck, how are we going to make this work? I mean, if you want to pick apart Star Wars, you can literally just destroy them, right? You have to kind of check your brain out a little bit. Now, yeah, look at A New Hope when they go in the yeah, cantina. There has, to be, there has to be a suspension of, of disbelief. You, you, but, can't, you can't argue space physics. Well, and, and Here's my thing. I think Ryan Johnson is a very talented writer and director. I, I do mm-hmm. think he could have written some... He needed everybody to be able to get together for the end because he had a point we wanted to get to, and he decided that this is the rec- direction he's going. I think yeah. it's fine for what it was, right? Even, you know, you can, the Canto Bright, the casino world, for those of you who don't know what Canto Bright is. Uh, <laughs> Loved it. Loved you it. Know, yeah. You know, people say it's useless. I don't think it's useless. No, it it did. It, it had a, it played a very important part in well, the plot of the movie for think, fuck's sake. Think about. Think about the story arc that Finn and Poe both go on because of that. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't want to leave out Rose because she had a very intricate, you know, role in this. But look at Finn. The very beginning of this movie, he's exactly where we left him. He's running away, right? He's a coward. Yeah. He's running away. By the end of this movie, because of what Rose taught him and what he learned, he's willing to sacrifice himself to stop the First Order, right? Yeah. That's a huge, yeah. huge story arc. And look yeah. at Poe. He's learned because of the because he killed everybody. He basically killed the resistance because if he had never sent them to Canto Bright, Hondor or Hodor's plan would have worked. And he said Hondo too. Lauren Dern's plan would have worked. Her plan would have worked, and they would have all got away, got free. But instead, because Poe decided to do what he does, they find out, kill almost everybody in the resistance. Yeah. Poe learns, I mean, he's going to be the leader in the next movie. He's going to be Princess Leia's character in, a, in essence. Yeah, it's going to be General, General Dameron. General Dameron. And, mm-hmm. you know, these characters have these massive arcs, and for people, they just, don't, I don't know how they don't see yeah, them. Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't get how, I don't get how so many people didn't catch on to the fact that complete and utter failure is, like, the major thematic yes. Everybody element. failed. Here now, like, us, uh, yeah. us jaded 30 somethings, almost 40 somethings. We realize yeah. that fucking up big is a great <laughs> teacher. We're, we yeah. are the Luke Skywalkers, we and are it's the part of life. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we don't it's, have the starry eyed way of thinking about things. We're not, we're, yeah. we don't have the benefit of being Ray and Finn where we're, le- we're allowed to make mistakes anymore, you know. And that gets me to my biggest complaint with people whining about The Last Jedi Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Did we all? Imagine in our childhood, especially if like this guy, Luke Skywalker was your hero. Did you want to see him doing backflips with his laser sword and just destroying everything, being the awesome Jedi Knight that you always imagined? Of course, it's ultimately yeah, inside of course what, you that's what everybody wanted to see. But did it make any sense for him to be that character? No. And people were like that's completely against his character. Oh, okay, so you're no, telling it's me not. You're telling me that a guy whose dad was basically Hitler, who had darkness inside him, <laughs> who knew failure who was a whiny little punk kid on tatooine <clears throat> maybe had a moment of darkness that he became immediately ashamed of and went into hiding so you're telling me that no jedi master has ever failed and gone into hiding ever oh i don't know yoda <laughs> maybe yoda, yoda essentially let darth sidious come to power and then obi-wan let darth vader come to power and i you love know. how luke laid that out like he just <laughs> laid it out like 
The Jedi are failure. I'm a failure. I had to go away, right? Yeah, I'm the Jedi's legacy is failure. You know, I think is what he said. And so, and I love yeah. that he turned back into a whiny little kid on Tatooine when Yoda showed up, and mm-hmm. he's just like, "I've missed you, young Skywalker." And he's like, "What? Are you? <laughs> I failed, and I didn't do it." <laughs> And Yoda's just like, what is it? Miss you, I have young Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, so great. I love that we got, you know, crazy, but spent way too much time alone, Yoda. You mean this Yoda? Oh, this one right here? Yeah. Just crazy. Just batshit. <laughs> yeah. I love it. With the snake? With the snake. <laughs> I, you know, I, I honestly, and then at the very end when Luke, yes, there are some, I, I can I can understand the argument that he maybe would have been more, people feel like it'd been better if he would have shown up in person and no. died instead of the no. force ghost and died but he you know what i was talking to my brother he made a really good point he very rarely makes good points but yeah your brother's point. a shithead most of the time there brian i'm not afraid to <laughs> say is. it like i said he very rarely <laughs> makes good points but on this point he made a good point luke had become a pacifist luke did not mm-hmm. want to fight anymore. and ultimately he was able to maintain his vow basically to not fight anymore he didn't fight think yeah. about it he did not pick up a weapon again he well, went the, there and he he projected himself and saved everybody without actually fighting. So mm-hmm. he was right in some ways. He took himself out of the fight and still was able to be a hero, mm-hmm. right? And it, and it basically says you don't always have to have you don't have to fight to always be the right. hero. You can have other ways of being a hero, right? But yeah, it would have been it would have been awesome if he had shown yes. up. But we had at that point in the story already established the fact that his only fucking way off the planet. Was submerged, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and for those who said he didn't raise up the X wing, the door was made of the X wing wing. That X wing was destroyed. <laughs> it was destroyed. It was in the water way too long. No and way. Anybody who knows X wings, you need an astromech. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't make the jump. <laughs> and R two went away. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I just, but I do love that. That second, my second, my second viewing. I haven't had a chance to see it a third time, but you know what? I, I got so much. Like that last that fight between Kylo and and, and Luke and at the very end. That's what I want to get to here in a second. It's but, so yeah. much more epic the second time I watched it because so I had all these expectations before you realize he's a force ghost or a force projection, uh, mm-hmm. which you should have known immediately because the lightsaber had already been destroyed. The lightsaber was different. He he didn't have any gray hair. He had a haircut. But yeah. I think we all want we're so excited for this. You just kind of forget about that and you're like, woo. Well, no, that the first the first the first time watching watching that. He walks in, and my first thought was, "How the fuck he did he get there?" Di- he yeah. fucking dyed his hair and cut. He he stopped for a haircut. He stopped the barber. I figured the little force nurses or the little uh, octu nurses. Yeah, gave a nice- he, he cleaned himself up to go into ba- to come in to go to go into battle. But okay, thing, at the very end when he that that last little thing he has with Kylo is so powerful, especially the second mm-hmm. time because. You're focused on what he's saying and not what he's doing, right? Yeah. When he mm-hmm. says, everything you just said is wrong. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> I will not be the last Jedi. And it immediately cuts to Ray and all the rocks just fly. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Like, whoever. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about Whoever it. did the editing for this movie deserves a fucking standing ovation because, oh, yeah, like, like, when Finn was like, Where's Ray? And then it flashes over to Ray. I'm like, That's fucking. That's funny. Like, that's yeah. great. But the, when we were talking about the whole Kylo versus um, Luke thing. We need to wrap this up. God damn it. We can talk about this movie for hours and hours and hours. Sorry. sorry. No, it's fine. No, it's, I love talking about this stuff, but we have an agenda. Uh, however, <laughs> the the fight scene that happened when Kylo finally decided to do his whole mad sprint at Luke and do the slash. Mm-hmm. Next time you guys watch it, look at Kylo's face as soon as he finishes that slash. His face is telegraphing 
Jesus, fuck, what the hell did I just do? Did I just kill my mentor? Did I just kill my my uncle? You know, did I just mm-hmm. do something terrible? Because he said, strike me down and I'll be with you forever. So he oh. immediately, immediately he had regrets after doing that slash. Mm-hmm. See you around, kid. Yeah, and he said, see you around, <laughs> kid. That, that line is so fucking perfect. Well, and too. Kylo, how, if you don't think Ryan Johnson's a great director, then... Think of the thing from this one. After we watched The Force Awakens, everybody's like, "You, oh, you whiny bitch, killed Han Solo. <laughs> I hope you burn in Jedi Sith hell, right?" <laughs> and by the end of this movie, not only do they, he still manages to bring him back, Ray sees the good in him. He's consistently fighting mm-hmm. against the light side. He can't kill his mother. He can't, you know, he doesn't want to kill Luke Skywalker, or like you said, he immediately has regret when he when he thinks he's killed him. Yeah, I mean, they continue to show the struggle within him. The Ray is Ray has the darkness in her. The theme of this movie is that darkness and light are two things in the same, right? They're that both sides of the same coin. Yeah. 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 You know, Kylo is dark, yeah. wants to be dark, but continues to fight. Here's the light calling to him. Ray is good, but she she has no problem with the darkness calling to her. Yeah, because she just, solved that riddle of the fucking the mirror yeah, cave like in seconds. <laughs> <It's Yeah>. like, <laughs> Which is why they the lightsaber blew apart because they were both equally strong in what they were, and they were they're the same. They're both good and bad, and neither one of them had the advantage, and it just And mm-hmm. you could you could bring up more symbology here where that lightsaber belonged to both a hero and a villain. villain. And it couldn't mm-hmm. choose it couldn't choose. It, the Kyber crystal could not choose who to go to. Yeah. Natural it's Kyber funny. crystals will go towards a light user instead of a Sith every fucking time. And uh, and Ray is not a Mary Sue. Anybody who says she is, no, they answer that immediately in this. Yeah, Snoke, Snoke, R.I.P. I was glad to see Snoke die. By the way, I hated him. I never liked his. <laughs> well, and everybody's like, "Oh, we didn't get the backstory." Fuck you. you We're not going to get a, need a backstory. No, you do don't. You, do you need a backstory for He's him? An evil has. We're going to get it in comic I'm books. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to get it. I but keep in this movie, rumors. did you need it? No. I keep hearing the rumors that the next animated series after Rebels is going to be a Luke Skywalker focused one that takes place after Return of the Jedi. So I'm I'm cool great. with that. I'm fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. love watching that. Hopefully, voiced by Mark Hamill. How great would that be? Uh, I'm sure it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how but, could it I mean, not? Does it really matter? The, the most important thing that Snoke did in this is confirm what Ray was. That the Force has to be balanced. And when Luke mm-hmm. shut himself off, off from the Force, it chose another to be its its champion, mm-hmm. its vessel. You know, it kind of carried on the, the chosen one without all the weird metachlorians and <laughs> Jesus birth. Um, you know, it, I mean, he lays it right out there. I'm tired of people like, how does she become so powerful? You can be strong. She's not trained in the Force, but she's strong in the Force, right? Exactly. And she's... <laughs> People need to read more about the lore. They're, they're just... Well, it's it's the... It, and it's... They're seeing the very... Scratching the surface of this kind of thing. Not realizing all of the subtext and all of the extra stuff. I don't even think you need to read the lore. You, you don't have to. No, 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 you don't. It, it helps, but... But you but enjoy big, it so a much big part, A big part of it is... um, be- Her belief in herself and her confidence. Yeah. Throughout... throughout the movie and throughout force awakens she doesn't really believe in herself and she is not i love hearing the mary sue thing because it's like ah she's she was a good pilot like did you fucking see her fly the falcon into the ground she kept hitting everything (laughs) several times oh well how'd she learn how to lightsaber fight i don't know i thought jj did a pretty good job of showing that she knew how to handle herself with her staff 
Where yeah. she beat the shit out of everybody who tried to attack her in that movie. It's, it's not it's not that drastically different. Which would make and me love She her. wasn't even really that good. I and it was, she wasn't like flipping around her back and doing circles and just, Yeah. I would love to see her using a, a double ended star like lightsaber. Oh, like I'm calling that right now. That is gonna be her next lightsaber in the in, in nine is gonna be a Darth Maul style. Well, she seems She's more just comfortable gonna turn using the that kind staff of into the lightsaber. I mean, Jesus, she was knocking on Luke's door with it because she's more comfortable than with that in her hand yeah. than anything else. Ah, we're reaching for stuff, though. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed our descent into geekery. Talk about I, it for hours. I guess we, we can yeah, make we this could. an actual geekery the episode. Porg! <laughs> <laughs> the Porg! They better be back for the next one. At Which is one. a goddamn genius way of making this... Oh, with people Dude, the with humor! That, the humor! Anybody wants to complain about the humor? Shut up. It was perfect. <laughs> it, it was perfect. It was perfect. Guess what? There was there was humor sprinkled throughout the original trilogy too. Guess what, guys? Uh, yeah, Kid, kids' movie. Whatever. Hey, you know what? <laughs> anyway, X. Move on. Yeah. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Your music's bad and you should feel bad. Andy Savage, a pastor and co-founder of a Christian megachurch in Tennessee, uh, had admitted in a statement recently that he had a sexual incident with a 17-year-old girl decades ago. He made this statement only after she called him out on a private email and public blog posts. Now, Savage has issued an apology to his congregation, and these motherfuckers gave him a standing ovation for admitting to this in front of the church. That's just ridiculous. So of course he, he did because only in religion, if you repent, if you repent and show remorse, oh, yeah, yeah. then gotcha. everything is then you're you're a fucking hero because you know that's what it's all about. It's not about not being a total fucking d bag. It's about well, I, I said I was sorry and I want God to forgive me. So <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but my life has been pretty uh, pretty well since I've realized that most people don't change. You know, yeah. I, I'm not trying to be like completely super fucking judgmental on anything, but you know, if you, somebody's abusive, then they're more than likely going to be abusive now until they prove to me that they're not. Right. Know? Yeah. There's, there, pro- there's only so much changing people can do. Yeah. Well, this, this guy, youth pastor, right? I mean, I, like I said, I, I am not religious at all anymore, but I grew up in a, in a church, right? I yeah. grew up in youth group. I mean, the amount of, of sway that youth pastors have over their, their young minds. Yeah. It's huge. A lot. Right. And, yeah. and if you listen to the story, he had he was giving a 17 year old girl a ride home. He pulled off on an alley or like a, a side road and have had her give him a blowjob. Yep. Right. When he was supposed to be driving her home from church. Apparently now, here. So I don't care what her story is. I really don't. But if she's in youth group, there's a good chance that this girl could have just been a good, you know, Christian girl who had not experienced anything in her life. And her first experience is with a guy that she supposedly trusts and is supposed to help her, mm-hmm. like, 
on her way to God or whatever, having it's just her first sexual encounter is with a, you know, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I know a lot of the people that I went to youth group with, this would have been their first sexual experience. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just fucking awful. It is, you know, it is no different than a teacher taking advantage of their student or any of these people that are supposed to, to guide you and, 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 and lead you fucking you. And it's just, it's, he should have been fired in fucking 98 because the church came out and said that they knew about this incident. Then he yeah. shouldn't be fired fucking now that everybody else fucking knows about it. And the fact that everyone applauded him for it just makes me sick. That's I, <laughs> I just need to start. I well, I can't believe it. Oh, you can get away with anything. Yeah. So what happened? Uh, he tried to play this off um, in the message. He responded by saying that this incident took place more than 20 years ago, as if, you know, time is some sort of, you know, panacea yeah. that fixes yeah, everything, that you know, and I know, anything. I know people like to say time heals all wounds. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I still am pretty butthurt about some things that happened when I was a younger man. You know what kind of irritates me too is you know in the church the narrative is already this. This congregation's already like, you know, he was tempted by Satan and he failed, but he now is, you know, become a stronger man for it. This is all gonna be her fault, right? Oh yeah. Oh, no, of it's gonna it be. And that's so, just, just infuriating, man. I mean, I don't even care if she initiated it. You know what? I don't care if she's like, hey, I want to blow you. Let's pull over. You are I you were supposed to be you were supposed to be hold yourself to a higher standard. And you are supposed to be guiding this girl. And if you believe all the shit that you're spewing, you should have immediately taken that moment to be like, hey, listen, this isn't appropriate. Yeah. You know, yeah. to set those boundaries for a young person. You know, if, if, if adults want to fuck themselves over, fine, whatever. You're all fucking adults. But you know what? A person in a position of power like this, a 17-year-old girl is not an adult, right? She, she, this is where we talked about earlier about setting boundaries. This is where you help set boundaries with people, right? If you supposedly are a man of God and you care about her, talk to her about the situation. You know, find out what's, hey, what's going on? You know, this isn't appropriate. What's, you know, what's really going on here? Yeah. And it's just, it's, it, I don't know. Sorry. It's just, it, <laughs> no, it's fine. So he spoke, to, he spoke to his church saying that he had sinned in the past, but didn't go into any, de any details about what had happened. So on Sunday, Mr. Savage did not tell the congregation of High Point Church what took place in 1998, but he said that he had sinned. That's pretty much all that he said taken responsibility for it, and never kept it a secret from church leaders. He said that before Mrs. Woodson took her story public, he believed that the episode had been dealt with in Texas. Yeah. And here's this quote here. Until now, I, didn't, I did not know that there was unfinished business with Jules, using her first name. Jewel, and he said that uh, during the service, uh, he said, Jules, I am deeply sorry for my actions 20 years ago. I remain committed to cooperate with you toward forgiveness and healing. All of a sudden, putting it on her where she needs uh, to do that fuck. kind of thing to you. So she doesn't owe you any forgiveness. She doesn't owe you any fucking healing. She doesn't want that. She doesn't want you in a position of power over other people. That's why she's stepping forward. So he said that I'm deeply sorry. You know, he probably doesn't mean it. Um, yeah, no, he doesn't. And he said he also said here, uh, the worst part is that the mega church congregation didn't respond by condemning the guy or supporting Woodson or t uh, walking out of church in protest. Instead, they stood up and applauded his supposed courage. And this is what he said prior to that, the applause that happened there. Since then, I have tried to live my life in keeping with that original act of repentance, original act of repenting. It's getting a blowjob. 
really i what for any painful memories or fresh wounds this has created for anyone i am sorry and i humbly ask for your forgiveness and i love you all very much ah fuck off welcome yeah. to costco i love you apology not accepted go fuck no. <laughs> god and this but, is a mega church I mean, the only so. recourse is the church has got to immediately let him go period if you if you hold yourself to any kind of fucking moral high ground, he has got to be dismissed. No, but the thing is, the church already knew about this decades I know. ago. Tells you everything you need to know about fucking church. About yeah. religion in general. Yeah, All hey. Church. You know, Catholic church passing by on this stuff. Christians passing by on this. Uh, hopefully people have got the the uh, the theme this week, you know, because <laughs> the, the guy from Missouri is a Jew, and he has all sorts of Abuse shit going on there. You have Christians. Abuse going on there. That's the hint here, guys. Religion is fucking toxic, and it's causing more and more of this shit to happen. And it's going to keep on happening. So, fuck you, religion. I mean, really. Honestly, that's about the best yeah. thing I could say about it. Fuck you hard. Work, 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 work. Hello, boys. Have a good night's rest. I missed you. Just one more bill for you to sign, sir. What the hell is this? This is the bill that will convert the state hospital for the insane into the William J. Lepetamine Memorial Gambling Casino for the insane. Gentlemen, this, this bill will be a giant step forward in the treatment of the insane gambler. Yes, bravo. Thank you, thank you, Hedy, thank you. It's not Hedy, it's Hedley, Hedley Lamar. The hell are you worried about? This is 1874. You'll be able to sue her. <laughs> Just sign right there, sir. Thank you. Now, I'm going to fuck up his name. I think it's Eric Greitens or Grittens. I don't know what the fuck it is. Anyway, this abusive motherfucker. And it's going to be a trend this week on this episode is that we're seeing a lot of uh, conservative abusers popping up in the news. Mm -hmm. I mean, shocking. Who fucking yeah. knew? And the, the article here says that uh, Eric, he's the, uh, the Republican governor of Missouri, was a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford, a Navy SEAL who led an Al-Qaeda targeting cell, and a former Democrat who switched to Republicans later in life, but now the Missouri governor is being accused of some pretty heinous stuff. And this all started with a months-long investigation, which reporters obtained audio of a woman saying that she had sex with the governor, and that he tried to blackmail her to keep it quiet. And so the, the recording came from the unnamed woman's ex-husband, who said the affair took place sometime in March of 2015. So in the recording, the woman says that the governor... A Jewish conservative who billed himself as a family man and touted ethics reform during his campaign, typical Republican, taped her up and blindfolded her so he could take humiliating photos to use as blackmail. What is fucking wrong with people? Who gets that in their mind that that's what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck you and then I'm going to tape you up and then take pictures of you to shame Shame! I'll that tell you, even like, that built, doesn't even sound like it would work. These are these are people who built their entire campaign on ethics, right? So if something yeah. like this gets out, they're in trouble. This well, is why yeah, they would come these things. Oh, the religious how, right has I, no no I, ammunition at all anymore. I want to know how he thought that pictures like that would work as blackmail for her. No, hang on, wait, wait till you hear in the recording how he lured her down to the to the basement. It was candy, wasn't it? For, no, it's first of all, fucking candy. First of all, ladies, ladies, never. And gentlemen, there's gentlemen too. 
don't go. I mean, just look at fucking uh, John Wayne Gacy. Don't go to the basement. Oh, <laughs> never. <laughs> Never leave that that regular layer that, you know, the entrance and the exit of the house is on. You know, it's like in horror movies. Don't go upstairs, you fucking My idiots. My wife would know? join in the basement if I'm like, hey, babe, come down here for a minute. <laughs> she really well, she just knows nope. better, handsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he tried to uh, bring her down to the basement by saying, I'll make you feel better. I'll make you feel good. Come downstairs. Oh. Oh, that I want to show you how to do a proper pull up. What? <laughs> <laughs> and she's oh, like, I, oh. I knew he was being sexual and I still lit him. And then he used some sort of tape, I don't know what it was, and taped my hands to these rings and then put a blindfold on me. And then she said that some of his actions scared her. Jesus, like the taping and the blindfolding would not be enough to scare the fuck out of you. No, I mean, you gotta be blindfolded to do a proper pull up. <laughs> this is why people should not be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Uh, she's like, I don't need, I didn't even know. I feel like I didn't even know. I was just numb. I just stood there and I don't fucking know. And she went on describing what he did, uh, allegedly next that made her feel sick. He stepped back and I saw a flash through the blindfold and he said, you're never going to mention my name. Otherwise there will be pictures of me everywhere. Like he's well, he threatening to release the pictures. So this is a governor. Yeah. People. But this there is- are pictures of her fucking blindfolded and tied up. If that doesn't scream like. <laughs> kidnap rape i don't know what does the allegations those are, are those are fucking incriminating pictures for him to have the uh the attorney came out and said the the allegations are troubling especially for a rising star on the republican party fuck you people like <laughs> party affiliation right. would be the oh. least amount of my fucking worries yeah. when something like this came up but the republican typical- party is in the death spiral i don't think there are any rising stars right now but in a typical political fashion, he had his lawyer, you know, that's what it's saying here, uh, James Bennett said that this personal matter has been addressed by the governor and Mrs. Greeton privately years ago when it happened. That means they paid her off, probably. The yeah. outrageous claims of improper conduct regarding these almost three years ago events, three years ago is not that three long. Three years ago is not that long ago. No, that's when, still, I think, within the statute of limitations. When you I say, don't know if there's a statute of limitation for blackmail, though. I think that you can... No, there's not. There's actually not. I think they can bring that up for a long time. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So, like this happened years ago, like literally two years ago. <laughs> you just, Listen, yeah. I murdered that guy, but it was like seven years ago. That is like a long. I've had two yeah. dogs die since then. That's that was like seasons ago. Like, so you're telling me that was like that was like July then, right? That was like before <laughs> Game of Thrones even started. So you know, we gotta... <laughs> I don't know, man. You can have a kid almost going to first grade by the time the next fucking season of Game of Thrones is going to be coming out. You, you can know? have a kid graduate. <laughs> George R. R. Releases his next book. That's not going to happen. Brandon Sanderson's <laughs> going to finish that book for him. He's going to die because of hamburgers. That's what's oh, going to happen. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he's going to catch something from the con. <laughs> pretty sure he has. Gonna, George R. R. Martin is going to die of con crud. <laughs> well, he's already got permanent herp, so it's just a matter of you know. Yeah, he crushed them all the way over. He's like a giant dragon walking around. <laughs> <laughs> so there's question right now whether there's any truth to the blackmail claims. So if that occurred with any other women, and if Republicans in the state will do anything as a result of these allegations, uh, one GOP state senator tweeted previously. Uh, stick a fork in him. I guess they're alluding to him being done, but I mean, I don't know. Our, our governor in this state could do some pretty heinous shit here in Utah and he would still, I mean, he's not going to be running for office again, so it doesn't really matter, but 
It just it has me wondering when is enough enough for these conservative dickbags. I just I don't see where there's a lower limit. I don't know, but I'm sure we're gonna find it at some point in time. We've got to find it. It's got to it's got to bottom out somewhere. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, and, and unfortunately, this is not completely just on the conservative side. I know here in no, Seattle, it's, it's not. We had a mayor that was you know yeah he was a fucker. <laughs> Yeah, he was. And, you know, he had some child allegations, which is always terrible. And he ended up, you know, nothing really happened. He even tried to run again for election. So, I mean, this is just like a chronic problem with elected officials, man. They just seem to be be a lot of them. So many of them seem to be just fucking dirtbags. I just want to know. I mean, the conservative, the GOP definitely seems to just they seem to protect them more than Mm -hmm. uh, the liberals do. But it just. When are these guys? When, when, when is the public gonna just say no more? Right, get the fuck out of here! Like when these <laughs> things pop up, we need to start. Everybody, you know, Republicans, conservatives need to just no, we're done. Like we need to just be done with crooked, corrupt officials. I think there needs to be, and I don't, I don't know how it would ever get implemented at all, but there needs to be a quicker eject button for a lot yes. of fucking elected officials. Mm-hmm. There needs to be, there needs to be like an immediate like. You know, instead of giving him like a year for this shit to go through, be like, nope, you're the fuck, get the fuck out. You know, you just, I mean, we used to ride people out on rails, tar and feather people and, you know, essentially hang people in the old West. But it's like, yeah, we, I'm glad we don't have that kind of mob justice anymore, but our justice system is so goddamn slow these days when it comes to stuff that is you know, everyone, need, every one of them needs to prove their be able to, you know, prove their, their, their case, right? Whether there is one or isn't one, they need to yeah. prove whether they're innocent or guilty and yeah, everybody deserves that due process. That's a matter every of throwing state. them in a jail or something like that, but yeah, to get them removed from their a special office committee that the moment this thing pops up, that committee is on it, like investigating it. And if it's found it to be, be true, yeah. they're out. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. at, the, at the very least, the person should not be able to continue the work that they're doing unless it's just, you know, uh, janitorial kind of stuff. I'm not saying like, like cleaning stuff up, but I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you I know, well, if yeah, it's just you know, basic they administration, be, they need to be, you know, suspended, so are, suspended with pay. You know? Are you saying like if maybe like a president was under investigation for ties with a foreign power that maybe they shouldn't be able to be president for or they, like make they shouldn't yeah, be able yeah, to. Until, oh, I don't know. Hey, yeah. Assign Supreme Court, federal yeah. court. They shouldn't be able to sign. <laughs> That's crazy. Ridiculous tax plans that are just going to. Co- mm-hmm. Oh, my taxes are going down. Yeah, now, because they don't have to withhold as much. Now, oh. I will give some credit, even though it is happening on both sides. I will give some credit to us uh, liberals, at least our guys when they're or in ladies when they're, uh, you know, accused of stuff. They step down pretty quick, pretty quickly. And we don't, you know, continue to make them, let them be president. Yeah, that is, that, that has happened, but there haven't been too many. It's all, it's a double-edged sword though, that yeah. we're, we're, we're getting rid of people that are actually qualified yeah, for the I job. Thought, yeah. <laughs> oh, Frankton one hurt. Yeah, that sucked. It did. It did. That one, that one hurt. That was a bit, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of uni- a unique case because there yeah. was. There was a big part of that that was that was overreaction. Uh, a lot of that was before because, he was even a politician, right? Yeah, that's oh, yeah, back almost, when he was still a comedian. Most of it, most of it was, USO. yeah. Most of it was. And that's not us excusing it. We're just saying no, that, no, that this is before he was a senator. Not excusing, it at, not excusing it at all. But there are, there were a lot of, there were a lot of stories and, and allegations that were completely unverifiable. 
Well, and can we can we as a country can we agree to stop being more outraged than the victims in these things? Because like that yeah. first incidence of the girl that he took the picture that was in poor taste, you know, of him pretending to grab her breasts. Um, yeah. You know, she forgave him and said, "Hey, everything's good," but people like refused to accept her apology, right? And it's like at some point, right? If think if the victim is no longer angry and resolution has been, you know, yeah, at that point, at that point, accepted. let it go. And then you have, then you have a, you know, a, a, all of these other, you know, all these other accusations. Hey, he grabbed my ass while we were taking a picture. That's yeah, that is that is that was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's really all you can say is, yeah, that was that was inappropriate. Which um, is why anytime you know, we have a live event where we're going to be taking pictures with people, yeah. I'm going to hover hand like a motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> well, and, and, but not just that. I guess it shows you where where the two parties are at. You have the Democrat Party uh, allegations that couldn't even really be proved. And like you said, we're on the borderline and we're not talking rape. We're not talking children. No, we're talking allegations that you know were made and one person decided that you know what the best thing because i don't want to bring i don't want to make this about me i'm going to step down and mm-hmm. the other side you're having like listen them 14 year old girls knew what they were getting into it's not their fault <laughs> yeah <laughs> i never dated an underage girl in my life when did they you meet your wife to. when did you meet mm-hmm. your wife oh when she was 15 at a dance <laughs> yeah no that's 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 not that's not cool you got Republicans wearing shirts to say you can grab me by the pussy. I mean, come on, people. No. Yeah. I don't think they mean that. I honestly well, don't I think, think they, they mean don't. that. Like if Trump walked up and he just went, blah, 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 you know, I don't think that's something that would fly very well with that. Oh, lady. I think there's a, I think there's a percentage that it would. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I mean, the bar is really being lowered. Donald Trump is taking this country. Well, I'm sure. Of I'm our, sure like, there's. The I'm sure there's seven. a lot of people that would really love to be groped by by Donald Trump, um, because it would make their dicks look bigger, and they would get one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Let's because put it, they would let's, get. It. I mean, those tiny little hands. I mean, oh that, my God. that would make anybody look huge. Let's put it this way: the the next GOP contender after Donald Trump in 2020, if if they primary him, is. Uh, <laughs> president camacho it's really that's where we're headed towards right now <laughs> that's yeah god i don't i feel kind of bad oh shit i feel kind of bad for the republicans i do not i do not have... <laughs> listen i think we always need you to shut your whore mouth it's in, it's in a very it's in a very you know like i feel bad for you know the kid who fell down on his bike while i'm watching and laughing but... <laughs> here's well here's the yeah. problem we, this kid just know, ate shit. It's so funny. <laughs> we, here's the thing. We all know people that are conservative that are good people, right? They're not racist. They don't like Donald Trump. But, yeah. at the, you know, and, and we, can, we can assume there's good people on both sides. <laughs> well, no, the, not the, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> what I'm, you know what? But here's the problem. You're culpable. If you're a Republican right now, you are culpable for the state of your own party, right? Your yeah. party, whether you like it or not, has been hijacked and turned into a racist, bigoted, bunch of fucking assholes who are just mm-hmm. terrible people I, I mean the republicans all need to go away we we need to have we need to have multiple parties because it keeps parties honest you don't just want one party right you need multiple parties you always have to have an opposition party i think it's good for the country but this this party needs to be completely burnt to the ground and rebuilt either as something else or as a a younger non-racist non-insane <laughs> party i mean 
I, I was commenting on my show the other day about the X-Files and how I'm watching the new season and I can't buy into the conspiracies because the shit you can watch on Fox News is infinitely crazier than the shit you can see on <laughs> X-Files, right? That is where the Republicans are. I mean, they're talking gay frogs and chemtrails and yeah. lizard people and sex rings in the White House. It's yeah. just... I can't, I can't what? watch, I can't watch Game of Thrones anymore because we have like, Cersei in office. office. It, used to, <laughs> it used to be that you'd watch it and you're like, wow, that's just so crazy. That is, that would never happen. This is amazing. And now it's like, eh, I seem better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fuck. But yeah, the, I think the GOP needs to completely go away. It needs to <laughs> go away for a while and, and, and it needs to be rebuilt into, a, you know, it, I, I think there's a place for conservatism in this country, if you there, want that. There I, is I a place for fiscal conservatism. There is a yeah, place, yeah. as long as you are consistent with it. Yes, yes I agree. Biggest, yeah, the biggest problem The biggest problem is is consistency. Consistently adhering to, to the principles you claim to stand for. Yeah, instead of offering 70 extra billion to the fucking military. Instead of, you know, getting a tax bill that's going to increase yeah. 1.5 trillion to the national debt, it's like yeah, you guys Dude, are they, not conservative if you're doing this shit. They've, they've turned into a corporate fucking glory hole, man. They are. Yeah, I mean, fuck. They just sold Norway fucking the what F fifty two. The F fifty twos. I mean, <laughs> shit. They're selling. They're selling imaginary fucking planes. <laughs> hey, if Norway's willing to buy the fucking Wonder Woman really, invisible yeah. jet, and we're just—I like, almost have to applaud them for that. It's one. parked over there. <laughs> it's parked over there. You just got to go find hey, it. Hey, hey. <laughs> On the upside, Norway, we want all of you guys to immigrate to America, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> During an Oval Office meeting, Trump attacked protections for immigrants from African countries, which he called assholes. Uh, that's what NBC asked us to say, by the way, asshole, even though the president can say shithole. <laughs> at this point, I feel bad at this point for parents with young children. Every word you tell your kid not to say, they can be like, but the president gets to say it. <laughs> Oh, man, it is Alex Jones. It's only been a week since we've had an Alex Jones clip to talk about. And, um, well, you'll hear about it here in a second, but it has a lot to do with uh, President Trump calling Haiti a shithole. Oh. And, yes, he's already got comments on this, so here we go. This is key in crisis management. To cover up a real story, you use a fake story. Oh, like Infowars.com. Oh. <laughs> All of your wonderful fake, false fucking flag bullshit that you do with all these. Everything's a CIA conspiracy. Dude, his fucking name of his show alone. You, you're declaring war on information. The craziest thing that is, is that I've seen baby boomers that I know that I'm friends with that have a subscription to his magazine. He has a yeah. magazine. That's ridiculous. And this is the mother of distractions. The Moab's the mother of bombs that's conventional. This is the Moab of distractions. That'd be the Moad, you fucking idiot. Moad. Mother of all distractions, not Moab of distractions. Mother of all bombs of distractions. Fuck you. Oh, man. I just. If he says something intelligent, he'll be talking down to his audience. So just. <laughs> And they build it, and then you'll hear more quotes. Yeah, he said he rapes Haitian babies. What? I don't calling, think that was ever a quote by anybody. Calling no. Haiti a shithole, uh, and then you know somehow this this is like Alex Jones's next like leap here. Yeah, 
Raping babies. That's your next leap there. Goddamn liberals. I'm making shit up. He could well, talk. I mean, about, he he look, could talk if, about if Hades. Look, if lesbians eat babies, then I guess sure. <laughs> I guess sure. <laughs> I, you know, he could talk about the mud cookies that people in Haiti eat I, because they're yeah, broke, and you know, you could talk about. <laughs> yeah, so we all know Trump wouldn't rape. Sorry, so, yeah, I, I mistakenly tried to follow that that train of logic there. Um, <laughs> that was a mistake. You should. Yeah, it was a mistake. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't leave the Bart. station. Bart. Yeah, he eats them. Yeah, well, we just keep hearing about Haitians. It must be true. And they always pick a subject the Clintons are weak on. If they're on board the Jerry Epstein Lolita Express pedophile airplane, if they're involved with a bunch of pedophiles, if their own people got caught shipping hundreds of kids out of Haiti uh, for sex slavery, and people get convicted for it. Wow, that is a lot of fucking crazy. Wow, that is that just is, that is a whole lot of crazy. And what the fuck do the Clintons have to do with? Well, well the Clintons are running a, a pedophile plane. Well, the Epstein Island thing has been very well documented. It's yeah. not the same as the Pizzagate thing that's been going on. Mm -hmm. And Bill Clinton has had ties to it. You know, I don't know how distinct or legal they may be, but the thing is, like. His name's been brought up a couple of times when they're talking about the, you know, the Epstein thing. Mm -hmm. So has Trump. Just yeah. because one person on a spectrum of a political party has something to do with something that may have happened doesn't mean that automatically the other person can't possibly have had the same thing happen. And, and, they and both can be shithole pedophiles. You well, know? that's the whole thing. Is like, let's say Trump, yeah, let's say, or let's say fucking Clinton was a, a serial child rapist. Okay, allegedly, you know. Let's say he was, hypothetically. Mm -hmm. It still doesn't fucking justify the shit that Trump does, right? It doesn't excuse what he does. No. no. It, it, you know, we. It, I, I just want to understand, like, and people that bring up shit Obama did, I don't fucking care. What Trump, let's talk about now. Let's talk about what Trump is doing now. Fucking now. I don't give a shit what Hillary's emails. I don't care about anything you think Obama did. I don't, I mean, obviously if Clinton was a serial child molester, yes, we should go after him and arrest him and put him in jail. But that's not relevant to what Trump is doing currently. Like anytime that Trump like deflects to to Clinton, it'd be like, "Wow, I'm certainly glad she didn't make it as president." Then you know, how about you? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know you are a sex offender and right. are president, so you know. Right. I just, <laughs> but what's what, what's most amazing is how he arrived at this point, starting with Trump's comments on. 80. 80. Yeah, exactly. Shithole turns into child sex trafficking Shit ring. I, I don't I, know. I just, I think about, think about that line of, of thinking and logic for a second. Dude, it's distract the base. It's all the shit. It's everything. It's bring up a myth. Like I said about the X-Files, I can't watch the X-Files because everything right now on TV is more crazy than what you can watch in real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Work directly for the Clintons. What do you do? You fake, fake, you file fake lawsuits with Jane Doe's who don't even show up saying Trump was with Jerry Epstein raping him on the airplane. And they no, they, they have them listed as Jane Doe's so they don't get fucking repercussions thrown their way. Yeah. So you don't not. have houses burned down. You know? There's a reason they anonymize people on court documents sometimes. Yeah. Especially the ones that hit like the major newspapers and people like you at InfoWars. Because they don't want you dragging their normal name through the fucking mud. And then it later turns out it's not true. 
That's what you do. If you're Russian agents on the Russian payroll, like Mueller, like Comey. Comey and Mueller like Trump, are what, fucking Trump, are Russian agents. What, 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 what? Wow. What? He, what? I know we're in the White House right now. The fuck did he know? Deflection. Like the Clintons, like all these people. All of them are, are involved with the they're Russians. All, even, they're all Russian. Even though they have no ties to Russia at all. Meanwhile, the guy that's in fucking 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue has been listed as, you know, business associates with at least 18 other fucking Russian people. He's and not just that. It's known fact. The ass. Donald <laughs> Jr. knowingly took a fucking meeting with the Russians. Like, these are known facts. Yeah, yeah. the... The Russian lawyer, or what the fuck was her name? Derry Potts. The only thing we don't like know for a fact yet that Mueller's still trying to prove is if we all know it, but trying to prove that Donald himself, senior, fucking said do it, right? That's what, yeah. we're, that's what he's doing. That's what he's trying to get to. We know this shit happened. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you just say Trump is. If you're a race baiting Nazi collaborator like George Soros. <sighs> Goddamn George Soros. Really? Fucking kidding. You have one one billionaire on the Democrat side compared to the multitude of ones that happened on the, the, the conservative side. Well, we do know about a race baiting Nazi right now sympathizer right now, and he's yeah. also in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> there 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 are a few of them. Projection. Projection, let me tell you what. Who said he's proud of what he did working for Nazi Germany? What do you do? You have the Southern Poverty Law Center and ADL. You fund, say, Alex Jones is a Nazi. Yeah, but you kind of are a Nazi. I mean, yeah, kind of. Kind of. I mean, I would, I would respect him more if he believed, if he actually was a Nazi, right? Because he, let's just be honest, he's doing all this shit for fucking to get paid, right? Yeah, he's doing well, yeah. this all for money. Oh, yeah. This is, has, has absolutely nothing to do with like care for America or anything like believe that. Believe any of the shit he's saying, but he does it to get paid. So no. that's actually, yeah, less I, I, yeah there, we have, there's, there's no way. No way to know whatsoever how much of this shit he actually believes. <laughs> He's I, only got a couple more seconds. Let me let me finish up. All right. Okay. See how that works? <laughs> That's no. all we got from him. <laughs> yeah, we see how that works. <laughs> you see how that works? No, it, it doesn't work, no. sir. That's uh, actually a great place to, to stop it and then go on and see how it works. Yeah. We <sighs> no, we, we don't because it doesn't work by any logical stretch you know what i, I hate about this whole thing illogical like, stretches i mean fuck and there's so many there's so many things to hate about this whole thing in general but the fact that it's overlooked is like the haitians themselves right they become like this pawn in this weird fucking game of who said what and who's been abusing who like of which they on, don't want to be in they don't want to yeah, be in this I mean, game the haitians <laughs> if you're looking at the history of the haitians hell i went to the dominican republic man it, mm -hmm. it's crazy what's going over on in Haiti and what's going on between Haiti and the D Dominican Republic. If you take two seconds to look into the history of these people, they're very proud people who've overcome so much. And it's not their fault that every time a goddamn hurricane hits, it blows their fucking island away and they have to rebuild every single time. And they're a horribly poor country. And yet they still rebuild. They still live their lives. I mean, they've yeah. got more fucking intestinal fortitude than half of America. But yet, you know, we don't want him to come over here and maybe possibly have a chance at a better life. Fuck you, Trump. Well, it's like even right now as we're recording here, it's like it's been eight years since they had that gigantic fucking earthquake that destroyed shit. Yeah. yeah. 
I'll never forget it. Anyway, so Alex Jones, yeah, go fuck yourself, man. Uh, he, Trump's not going to be eating Haitian babies anytime soon. So, I mean, the moment he does, yes, I expect the, the news oh, <laughs> to, to finally pick it up. He wouldn't but. dare. He wouldn't dare touch them unless they're, you know, smothered in cheese <laughs> in a bun. Yeah. Um, and, and he doesn't eat dark meat. So, so I, wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if Trump would let people from Haiti that immigrated to Norway come here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right. Well, that does it for us, Outcast. But don't worry. As much as we love doing the show, twice a week, that is, uh, we do have to take Fridays off to recharge. But don't worry, because we will be back on Friday with a six-month-old secret patron show for you to enjoy. If you're a patron, then I'm sure you've already heard the episode. Uh, But if you're a freeloader, it'll be somewhat fresh. Uh, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Uh, however, before we finish this up completely, I do have to give a ton of love to those said patrons who have paid us on a monthly basis to get all the great stuff that we put out there for you. Anyway, in no short order, we have Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, Atheist Ranger, I knew you would say that. George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitliff, Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, the host of the Brainstorm Podcast, and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, and Kimberly Kellogg. Thank you all so much for your wonderful support. Uh, the hosting is paid for for another year. Got a, a couple of new pieces of equipment I'm thinking about getting. I will let you know if they make anything sound better. Uh, it's mostly studio stuff. I mean... Uh, for me, it, the sound quality is a big thing, and the only problem is that we do the show over Skype all the time, so we're trying to make it so we don't do things over Skype so much, so we'll let you know what's going on there. However, uh, if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please do get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to get some emails, some SMSs. Just hit us up at 347-669-3377. And with that, it's time to bring episode number 162 to a close. And remember, everyone... You're welcome.
Ah, well, the boys are gonna tell you what to do. Listen to changing our diet and we're like all you fat fucking foods we're getting rid of all you guys and that fat foods happen to be the conservatives which is fairly <laughs> but uh you know get the fuck out of here chris christie holy shit this stuff's gonna kill me yeah this stuff is gonna kill us it's poisoning our blood my god that lawn chair meme of chris christie the the beach oh, chair I'm never going to forget that one. I, I, I'm going to bring that up 20 years from now. <laughs> Literally shut down the entire beach on a hot day so him and his fat friends don't get fat shamed on a beach. <laughs> but the, fun, the fucked up thing is that he has his own private section still. Uh-huh. He just had to go fuck you to like everybody Dude, if else. I lived in New Jersey, I would go take a shit on all his private sections. <laughs> go out to the beach, just drop deuces. Every time he goes out there, there's a whole bunch of human feces. <laughs> well, I just found out there's a... There's a guy in my neighborhood that keeps going through other people's trash. Nice. And since it's not illegal, like you can't, you don't really have much recourse about mm -hmm. it. And so, uh -huh. in the the neighborhood Facebook group, which is a big thing here in Utah for some weird reason, my wife is a part of it. I'm not because apparently I think I'd probably cause too many problems. Yeah. By telling people what I really think, like, hey, how about at that uh, summer picnic we have every year at the park? How about you don't pray? How about we don't do that? I don't know how you fuckers live in Utah. I really don't. <laughs> it it's got upsides. I like I like the counterculture too much to <laughs> Yeah. I like well, be I like being a contrarian in this state. It's fun. Well, fuck, man, because, I, because I'm friends with you fuckers. Now I got all these people on my Twitter that I'm friends with and they're all from Utah and then when you know, <laughs> I died, everyone's mourning. And I had to like literally stop and not like just be an asshole. <laughs> He I was like, a piece like of shit. Person. God damn it! Like, all right, I like this person. I have starting to give no fucks though. I'm starting because I got a lot of Christian family members, <laughs> and for the most part, they're fairly nice. Occasionally, they try and save my soul, but most of the time, they're they're cool about it. So I just leave them alone. But I am starting to just less and less give a fuck. I'm just starting to post way more like, not even like arguments, just like shots at Christians. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it's laughable. I mean, everything that they At believe in is just is, laughable. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this one uh, God just posted on Facebook. I just saw it. I was going to share it, but I haven't done it yet. It shows uh, Jesus like kneeling over this kid who's sick. And he's like, oh, no, can't save you. You're from a shithole country. 